0: hello everyone
1: gang 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 what's going on i'm kayla (laughs) and i'm kristen
0: and welcome to black True crime Uh, if this is your first time here at the show friend welcome and hello give me a high sigh Uh, to say we're excited to be here is an understatement because it's 2023
1: ho we made it We made it strong. We made it
0: sexy. Okay. (laughs) And we're ready to play. We really are. And we're really excited because we have a lot going on in 2023. One being we're going on tour.
1: Oh my God, y'all. Like the tour is literally about to be here in a few months. Have you got your ticket yet?
0: Have you gotten your ticket, is the question. The tour is going to be here in the blink of an eye. Get your tickets. Go to com. so we know how many people to expect and how much space to have so we can get down the proper way.
1: Yeah. It's going to be fun, y'all. It's going to be intimate, whimsical. It's mm-hmm. just going to give...
0: It's gonna give, and we are now selling the second leg of the tour tickets. So, we're not, I'm not even gonna tell you what cities we're going to right now. How about you go check it out? Check it out on Instagram at blackjudcrime.com. It's there, and we just can't wait to see all of you. Period. Okay, so before we get to the episode, what do we wanna say? Do we wanna say anything?
1: Yes, I wanna say that my heart is primed for this episode because I Mm -hmm. love this human being more mm-hmm. than I love someone that I don't know, usually. And mm-hmm. just let you know, off rip, I'm biased. I care. <laughs> um, care. This we is not one of those love. objective episodes. I'm completely biased over who we're going to talk about today.
0: Which is a fair place to be, especially when you find out what happened. I'm really excited about this week's case because it has a special place in both of our hearts, and mm. I don't want to give away too much. Let's just get right into it. Are you ready? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. On Wednesday, December 23rd, 2020 in Brooklyn, New York, 21-year-old Tyler Kobe Nichols was stabbed to death on the way home from getting a holiday haircut with his brother. He was only a few blocks away from his family home. Tyler's tragic death touched the heart of a man named Spencer Ostrander, who at the time was researching and documenting locations of mass shootings. But after hearing of Tyler's death, Spencer reached out directly to the family and wanted to meet with them and hear their story. Two years later, Spencer has become a part of the Nichols Chambers family, and with some help from writer Paul Oster created a powerful book of portrait photography that documented the grief and loss experienced by one family due to street violence, a book titled Long Live King Kobe. So I ask you today, join us as we discuss the impact of the life and the death of Tyler Nichols.
1: Like seriously, RIP Tyler Nichols on everything I love. And Kayla, we need to tell them a little backstory like how you even got connected with them because Kayla and us and me Spoke with Spencer and the family, which is why we are biased as heck. Because <laughs> when you speak to the victim of something so gruesome and all you feel is love, mm-hmm. what can you well, do but
0: root for them? Kristen, we're going to get into all of it. So we were actually contacted by a publicist, and she basically told us about Tyler's story. She wanted to send us a copy of the book. And as soon as I got the book, I was like, I'm doing this. I don't give a look. You know, um, it was just a type of family, love, trance I'd never seen, never experienced before. And it just touched my heart. And I was like, I need to tell our people, period. Mm-hmm. This episode is even more special to our hearts because like Kristen said, we were able to not only speak with his cousin, like his closest cousin named Kareem, but we were also able to speak to his mom, Miss Sherma and yeah our emotions were all over the place <laughs> throughout just, the whole call yeah like it was intense
1: but like peaceful at the same time mhm it was it was super dope
0: yeah it happened back in october i believe and y'all i spent so much time trying to get the audio to work but it just wasn't working and i we had like this whole thing recorded and it just wasn't working. But I do have the video from the call. So I'll be like showing clips of that throughout this Patreon video.
1: Mm-hmm. I was honestly a little uncomfortable because I'm like, whoa, I never mm-hmm. thought this show would become that big of a deal where people are reaching out to us about, you know, beautiful people that have lost their lives. Yeah. But just to see the impact that we could have and the impact that they are having currently mm-hmm. was just it blew my mind. I love them.
0: Yeah, it was very humbling and also like put a fire under our asses to be more focused on making a difference because Mm -hmm. we can you know, we fucking can. So sharing the stories the right way, the proper way with you guys is one of the best ways that we can do that. And that's what we're doing for this family. So and Tyler, Mm -hmm. because he deserves it. So I also am going to be sharing some of the pictures that were in this book that i have and i highly encourage all of you guys to get a copy um i will include a link that you guys can get the book at the end and also in the episode description but it's profound it will give you chills for sure let's talk about tyler's life tyler kobe nichols was born on may 7th 1999 in brooklyn new york tyler loved basketball he was even able to go to like a kobe bryant camp
1: Mm-hmm. And he was able
0: to meet Kobe, and he took a picture with the late great Kobe. And actually have that. Rest it. in so peace. Share that. Rest in peace to both of them. So sad. And then what's even crazier is that Kobe died January of 2020, and Kyler Kobe died December of 2020. So yep. it's just really sad. And that was like his idol. According to the book, Tyler was everybody's big brother and Miss Shermer was everybody's mama. So Tyler had like a bunch of neighborhood friends. Him and his brothers had a bunch of friends and they would always come to the house, spend time in that basement and um they all called Miss Sharma mama. So hey. it was just like a really community type of everybody's family, everybody knows each other vibe. Mhm. Tell them about
1: the house. Kristen, I'm going to get there. This is there's a flow. This is why you don't show Kristen the episode before we record, because Exactly. I
0: see. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So just ride the waves, sis. And speaking of being at home, Tyler was a homebody. He really only left the house if it was necessary for, like, school and stuff like that. And, yeah, he protected his peace and his space. Period. Period. I love Tyler. Like, that would have been my type of dude. Let's chill at the crib. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we do, Kristen. Mm-hmm. And just a couple hours before the attack... Y'all listen to this. This just... This is something that just makes you have a big knot in your throat. Just a couple hours before the attack, he was telling his brother, 24-year-old Shane, how amazing his life was and how grateful he was that he was able to do things like fencing and play piano and, you know, go to basketball camps. And he was just feeling grateful for how his life had been up until that point and was excited for what was going to be coming. Like this is the
1: thing though because this kind of pisses me off because he's such a beautiful person like the dude did fencing growing up in brooklyn new york as a black dude (laughs) like who does that and i'm obsessed with that Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's so grateful about his life you know and it it ain't even probably this grand i got money here and there but he's grateful about the people around him and what he does and this is the person that gets taken from us
0: that's what I'm saying. It's like life is so cruel in the worst ways. And it's the definition of like having the rug swept from under you. And it's even worse because around this time, Tyler had just finished studying at a technical college to be a licensed electrician. So he hmm. was, had his license. He was dating his forever boo Ashley. Cause they were really Three. about to like, yeah, be that. And he was going to propose to her. He wanted to get married, start their family, everything. And he just didn't get the chance. Rest in peace, Tyler. <sighs> Rest in peace, Tyler. Now we're at the point where we talk about Tyler's death. So according to Shane, who was with Tyler at the time, the pair were heading back home from the barbershop around 745. Now remember, the barbershop was only a couple blocks away from where the brothers lived, so they could easily see their house like as they were walking. Mm-hmm. You think... They like, literally just went over to the corner to get the a cut. The comfort level. You're not even thinking twice that something could happen. No, this is like the neighborhood you grew up in all your life. Yeah. But as they got closer to the house, they noticed there was a car parked at the curb with two people inside that neither of them recognized. Then on mm-hmm. the other side of that car was another car parked with three more unknown people. Sketchy. So that's sketchy as hell. And that's five people that they are not aware of very close to their home just sitting in their cars double parked but in the street
1: this is another thing i love about us black folks if mm-hmm. this is our neighborhood we want to know like who are you like mm-hmm. why are you just rolling down the street yeah well what you got on what you
0: who is you what are you about <laughs> but the thing is it's like in certain neighborhoods because some mm-hmm. ne- neighborhoods are way too big for you to be worried about what everybody is doing but other places like this is like when you grow up there and you mm-hmm. everybody knows everybody Things like this stick out. Yep, and I'm glad it did. In the book, Shane said that he looked in the car with the two guys in it, and they almost immediately got out of the car and asked him what he was looking at. So you could already tell that they were just looking for an issue, Mm -hmm. and I can smell the ego from two years in the future. Mm, It smells disgusting. And after asking, the two randoms basically started fighting the brothers. And shortly after that, the other three... Assholes in the car jumped out and joined in. So just the Tyler,
1: corniest thing. Over. So this is clearly some street stuff. Because who else does this?
0: It is already giving some gang type of affiliation. Something. Mm-hmm. Replotting. Whatever. So Tyler and Shane are obviously fighting back, and defending themselves like the real men that they are. Period. But suddenly, Shane noticed that the three guys that joined in on the fight just all of a sudden just stopped and Mm -hmm. went back to their cars and just left and then the other two followed so he's like okay it's over cool like tyler let's go but tyler wasn't in good shape no no according to shane tyler said quote i think i got stabbed Mm. and then he dropped to the ground
1: my god
0: Mm -hmm. like this is horrible
1: what you bring asleep. in a knife What you bring in a knife to a fist fight anyway you got five dudes what you need um, a knife for
0: this is 2020 I'm surprised there wasn't a gun involved I mean that it was part. just you know it was just senseless there's nothing to explain this type of fucking pointless violence
1: mm-hmm. and I think that's the thing that pisses me off is that like you'll see this type of stuff and you'll be like what was the point point? and then you try to reason it in your head But there is no point.
0: Right. There's never going to be a point. There's never going to be an explanation behind it. That makes sense. So Shane yelled for help. And they were so close to their house at this point that family members can literally hear them. And they're rushing over to help. Mm, So mm, mm. Tyler was transported to the hospital. But he unfortunately didn't make it.
1: My God. Like these are the type of cases that make you want to stay strapped wherever you go. Walmart. Like Boston Market,
0: I have something (laughs) on me at all times. And it's like, you don't want to be the type of person that's always on the defense, but it's like the one time that you're not a lunatic to lose their damn mind in the grocery store that you're at. You know, it's just every single day living is a gamble. And I feel like I've never felt, I've never noticed it so much than in the more recent years, you know? Yeah. So unfortunately, Tyler's death received very little media coverage. And like there was two paragraphs in the Daily News about his death. They did a little bit of news coverage locally, but he deserved more. He deserved way more.
1: You Mm -hmm. cover people like Casey Anthony, who clearly did it, but you let her (laughs) go anyway. But you don't cover a case where a beautiful human being lost his life over something stupid. Exactly. I don't get it.
0: And he was doing absolutely nothing effing wrong i never heard of tyler's case actually like until the publicist contacted us so i want to see if there's a way that we can have her reach out to other families just i want to see who else we're missing because i know there are more families and victims that fall through the cracks that we can talk about on the show we can talk about on our social media so people are aware of them.
1: Yeah, because some people going to be like, well, what's the point of talking about it? The point of talking about it
0: you mean? is
1: so we don't repeat the same behavior. For example, if I have a homeboy that I know is out here doing dumb stuff, I'm going to let him know how dumb it is, you know, mm-hmm. or you don't have to do that. There's other ways to do it. So talking about it is is effective, y'all.
0: It really yeah, is. It, I mean, it's almost the least some of us can do is just talk about it and speak out against it. And that's Mm -hmm. what we're doing. And when we talk about victims that have lost their lives, it's what they would deserve. Imagine, God forbid, knock on every piece of wood you can find, that was you. You know what I'm saying? You would want people to remember you and to keep your memory alive. And God forbid your life was taken at the hands of someone else. You wouldn't want people to rest or breathe again until that person was behind bars or in hell. So, you know, compassion, people, and it will go a long way.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, like, we trying to change hearts, not just laws and politics and all that stuff. All that politicking can do certain things. But I feel like if you change the heart,
0: you get into the source of the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And people are told to fuck up, sister. (laughs) Okay. So since there was so little media coverage, you know, regarding Tyler's case, we're so lucky that Spencer Ostrander just happened upon this family And decided to contribute to this book and and get other people involved to make it happen so shout Mm -hmm. out to you spencer and spencer is a white man let's just say that
1: Mm -hmm. shout out to spencer and the Mm -hmm. nichols chambers family has completely just accepted him as one of their own i think that's super beautiful Mm -hmm. and you can tell when you were even talking to spencer how like irritated he was by the fact that something like this could even be possible and and be happening so often and nobody's doing anything about it
0: oh yeah you can tell that he was more in the angry space than yeah even (laughs) miss you know and yeah so it was just nice to see that passion on his side and it just gives you hope So speaking of Spencer, let me tell you how he got wind of like what basically how they even got to meet. because to me, this is fate. So Spencer was researching the effects of mass shootings on families, right? He was it was communities, spouses, basically anyone that could be affected by gun violence. And as he was looking for people willing to speak with him, he went to a funeral home and spoke to a director who told him that a young man named Tyler Nichols had recently been killed by gun violence. Hmm. Now he was wrong because, you know, Tyler died from the stab wounds. Um yeah. we didn't talk about that, but Tyler was stabbed in the heart. I think he was stabbed 3 times total, once in the lung. I forgot where the other one was, and then there was one in the heart.
1: My god. Yeah. Okay. And you Tyler. know it was an accident cuz niggas don't know where the heart
0: is. So well, I was not I don't I don't know. We're going to talk about who did it a little bit later. And I don't know if he really knew. So the director suggested that Spencer come back for the funeral later. And if he got there early, he'd introduce Spencer to Miss Sherma. So Spencer was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm coming. So he did. He showed up. And when the two first met, they looked in each other's eyes and just immediately hugged each other. And it was like a bear hug, like an embrace. Mind you, all these um, details are in the book. I'm not going to give you guys everything. So when you read the book, you can still have some juicy tidbits and just really get the whole feel of the vibe. Plus, the um, book has pictures, so it's giving- So many pictures. In yeah. every way. hmm It really brings this case to life. And Tyler's life to life. Mm-hmm. So, um So, Sherma told him that she knew he could be trusted with her son's story from the moment she looked into his eyes.
1: Wow. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, Ms. Sherma, are you an angel? Because we didn't have that conversation <laughs> over the Zoom
0: call, but I just really feel like
1: it. we need to talk about it. I feel like she's yeah. like an angel walking this earth.
0: The level of just grace, the level of resilience she has shown, I haven't even mentioned the part that made me be like, I have to get on the phone with her because I read the book obviously before I spoke with her and mm-hmm. it just blew my mind. We're actually going to get to it in a second. So at the funeral, Spencer asked if he could take pictures and Ms. Sherma said yes. So there are some pictures that I will be sharing from the funeral. Mm-hmm. So like those are his friends. His band her- of brothers. Yep. Around his um, casket. This is his casket, him in his casket. Oh, my heart. I feel wow. like this is family. So, yeah, there are a lot more pictures that you guys can see in the book. I literally just got chills. It's... I- I don't know, maybe it's selfish to me that I feel like there's a distance between certain cases that we're allowed to have so we can mm-hmm. still have like a banter or still have a light lightheartedness. When mm-hmm. it comes to this case, I don't know, like I just feel just very heavy, very yes,
1: sad. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I, I feel like we have to do something gosh dang it and yeah. slam my hand on the table like right. you know and I, and I that's why I was looking at Miss Sherman like how are you so loving like yeah how are you so peaceful what mm-hmm. has gotten into you <laughs> because it was just something you never really see you can see it in movies but to experience it with your own eyes your own heart your own body it's just it's like an outer
0: body experience to see how peaceful she was Yeah. I mean, obviously, she was struggling and she was hurting, but there is so much strength that shined through that it was just like, wow, I never, ever want to be tested in that way because I don't know if I have that level of, like, the
1: will to keep going. Ciao.
0: Woo, chow. So a week after the funeral, Miss Sherma invited Spencer to the family home for a more in-depth conversation about Tyler and his life. And when I say family home, literally, it was the family home, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I mean, they the family bought it in 1990. Uh, it's three stories. It has a basement is, apartment.
1: Hold on, this is black excellence, y'all. This is, or I'll say, this is this is a form of black excellence and Absolutely. black legacy,
0: mm-hmm. and like generational, the starts of generational wealth because that house is probably going to be in the family forever. And there was more than four generations staying under one roof and 15 people in that house you know all living comfortably all pitching in all yeah all looking after each other helping in one way or the other it was just beautiful and I don't know if this is common because Kristen and I don't have much experience with family but we think it's beautiful
1: I think it's dope I want Mm -hmm. that you know I well I put us all in our own homes Mm -hmm. not in the same one Close,
0: close by (laughs)
1: <laughs> but so this one is even like dang it's given out of the box big clubhouse everybody's mm-hmm. in there living mm-hmm. their best
0: lives yeah these people just keep becoming better and better to me I don't. Know.
1: yeah like i wouldn't even need friends if i left i mean with <laughs> all my family like that i'm like mm-hmm. friend who but right. yet they still had a community of friends that would come to the house and yeah. it's just like these are these are type of people you want to meet you want to know yeah,
0: yeah. So Tyler's girlfriend was even staying with the family for a while after Tyler's death because, you know, she was still family. Mm-hmm. And they were dating for so long, like it was just she would have been his wife. <laughs> just, I'm sorry, Ashley. If you hear this, I'm sorry, girl. And she's beautiful, by the way. Hey, Ashley, girl. So I don't want to give away too much from, you know, what the book provides. But what I can say, like we already talked about, is the strength that Kareem, his cousin, and Miss Sherma shared when they were talking with us on the phone You know, just it's one thing to, like Kristen said, to empathize with someone over like a a interview you watch of them or like an article that you read about what happened to somebody. But to Mm -hmm. speak to her and look to look at her in her face, like while tears came down her face as she talked about her son and like how he has inspired her to save other boys lives and stuff. I mean, it's just it's stuff you only read about like it's stuff that proves to me that God is real because humans are trash and it has to be some type of higher power that is good to heal her this way and to still make her heart want to make a difference.
1: Yes. And even let's talk about Kareem, which no disrespect, he's fine. Um, (laughs) He like, some of the things that he was saying and just the look in his eye, you could tell you were talking to a genuine human being, which not everybody is like that. You got to come correct when you talk to a genuine, authentic person because they can see through BS. And then the fact that he was saying... People will talk about all these different subjects, gun violence, this, this, and this. But at the end of the day, the answer is love. Yeah. And like, he's just been through probably one of the most detrimental things that could happen to him. And I'm like, and you say love is the answer? Are you sure you don't want to, you know, do Thank a little something first me. before we turn yeah. to love? Right. But and no. who, knows,
0: who knows what their healing process looked like, right? We are talking to them two years after this happened. But I mean, still, I don't give a damn what you had to go through to get here, to even get not even to say on the other side of it, but to get to a space where you're still able to walk in love and positivity and push that and not wear the pain that you have and, and the disappointment that you have on your face every single day. I mean, put a ring on my finger if I wasn't already <laughs> in. You know what I'm saying? If you didn't already have one on your <sighs> finger. Come on. It was, it's, it's. Honor, it's just real honor, chivalry. Take me back to the fifteen hundreds.
1: Like this is the type of stuff you see in foreign men. You know, you see in men that still grow up in a country that has honor. You don't see this really in those like states.
0: <laughs> like, can- and then the part that stuck out to me the most, I remember seeing in the book that at Tyler's funeral, Miss Sherman said that Tyler was brought up in love, but his killers were not,
1: mm-hmm. and that
0: she wanted to meet the boy that took her son's life. And other lost boys like him to show them what love is. <laughs> wow!
1: Like, she, are we reading a book? Is this a fantasy? Is she like a gem? Is she straight from heaven? I don't even think my own mama would be like
0: that. And you no. know, we're we're firm in the faith, right. but mama would want to throw hands. Yeah, mom is like a vengeance is both of ours. <laughs> me and the lords type of woman.
1: Mom is like Prophet Elijah when he got his new powers. <laughs> and the kids was making fun of him for being bald and, I think, fat. So he Ooh. called the bears, or no, I think he said something like, God strike them down. So the bears came out of the wood and mauled every single kid. Mom's that type. You don't Kristen, know that story? Kristen, no. Yeah, look it up. Elijah did what? okay.
0: Text that text that name to me. I don't know even know what <laughs> name you said. I just heard of bears and mauling children. Terrible. It's in okay. Second
1: Kings. I'll send it to you. <laughs>
0: Thanks, sister. So yeah, she dropped a couple tears in the video. I mean, on the call, um, I was bawling. Good thing the only thing she could really see was like my nose was red as hell. But I mean, it, it moved me. It moved me, and I'm gonna keep this book forever, and I'm gonna keep it like propped up on my desk so i never forget tyler i remember telling miss Sherma on the phone that literally like if anyone speaks about me half as good as they spoke about tyler i'm good (laughs) i i can leave this earth happy that's how highly they spoke of this man and you know how we're always like "Mm, people usually be too too tooting horns after you're gone it was none of that like this this vibe no What they're doing behind Tyler's name is not no clout shit. It's not no one and done, not here for the long run type of thing. Like, they're about it, about it. And when Ms.
1: Sharma said that she raised her boys up in love, I really feel like she meant that. Because Mm -hmm. even the cousin Kareem, like, you could just Mm -hmm. tell how the way he was expressing himself, how he was hugging on her when she got Mm -hmm. emotional and wiped her tear away. Are you, like, this is the type of stuff that you want to see in families, especially yep. black families, because yes. you know we're known for being broken. We're known for being a little harsh on our kids and things like that. Mm-hmm. L- but look at that woman. Mm-hmm. Talk she about a phenomenal woman. Strong. Phenomenal. Beautiful.
0: Yes. Shout out to you, Mama Sharma. Period. Shout out to you, Mama Sharma. And also how highly they spoke of him. Like we said, it wasn't no face shit. Like they really valued his opinions and what he had to say because, like I said, he was ahead of his time. And some people may see that as a gift or a curse, right? But yeah. the people closest to him only saw it as a gift from what I can see. They they valued it that highly that it wasn't even like, oh, he's telling me something I don't want to hear. It's like, wow, he's really giving me that talk because he cares about me. And we just need more stuff, like more honesty like that in in the world and more people to be receptive of constructive criticism because nobody likes to be told about themselves yeah and this is the perfect case to cover with this being the first case of the year to just really just encourage people to be the best you that you can be and don't waste your life you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying like for me i know that i can be stagnant sometimes i can get comfortable and i never want to be there like And learning about Tyler, he didn't have the chance to continue to be the best person that he wanted to be. He may not mean much to y'all, but he means something to me Mm -hmm. enough to make a change in my life for the better. So, yeah. Now we can't end this episode without telling you guys if Tyler's murder was solved or not. Right. Let's get let's get to that. And it was. Thank God. So the police promised Ms. Sherma that they would find out who took her baby's life. And they did. They kept their word thank, for one. Thank God. Mm-hmm. In March 2021, police arrested 18-year-old Zhivokir Nematov for mm. the second-degree murder of Tyler. He was from Uzbekistan and like came here, I think, with his family. He wasn't even here that long, I don't think. Um, but I couldn't find much information about him at all, maybe because he was so young. He was also charged with first-degree gang assault, second-degree gang assault, and second-degree assault. So this was definitely wow. attached to, per the police, this was gang-related. Dang. You come and over here, trying to make a better life. Boom, gang got you. gotcha. Some people got to try to survive any way that they can, and sometimes it looks like this. And at the time of his arrest, he had a knife on him. So he likes to. He's a he's a poker. Mm. He also matched the description of the suspect involved in a road rage incident where a victim was slashed in the face with a knife. He clearly Ooh. has a pattern. Yeah, yeah. We needed to get him off the streets. Yeah, it would have gotten worse. This wouldn't have been his only murder. I don't think. Jo- Javakir. Mm-mm. I'm going to just say his last name. Nematov pleaded not guilty to all of the charges. And I don't have a picture of him, but I do have a custody record from the New York Department of Corrections that shows he is in custody. Um, He hasn't been deported or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. we're just waiting to see what happens with trial and uh, the court system. Hmm. Mama Sherman says she's going to be at every single one of those hearings. (laughs) She said, quote, I make it my business. Anytime this young man has a hearing and it's not just me, his dad, Ash, every single one of us. Period. Period. Everybody coming out because we need to see what y'all talking about. And y'all, justice for
1: Tyler, period. Because he still hasn't gotten justice yet. Justice for Tyler. And I know Mama Sherman ain't even going in the sense of like, oh, him, him up. But she's also like, no, do Tyler right hmm Justice. And um yeah, do yeah. his do his case, do his life, do his death right. Give him yeah. justice.
0: Period. And she deserve and she deserves to witness that. Mm-hmm. She deserves to see that however she feels she deserves she wants to see it. Period. And because she's doing it in such a loving way, bitch give her anything she asks for. Sure <laughs> <Straight laughs> like that. <laughs> So I just want to say that Kristen and I really feel blessed that Ms. Sherma trusted us with sharing her son's story and helping with the funding of Long Live King Kobe, which is an organization that she started whose mission is to, quote, combat street violence with compassionate, peaceful initiatives and to offer support to the families of victims.
1: And y'all, she meant that. She meant Mm -hmm. every word of that objective, that mission statement.
0: She really is um out here working they have a website that you can visit to donate to their gofundme it's called longlivekingkobe.org and it's also where you can buy the book that we talked about one of their objectives is to bring a community center to the brooklyn area for people that want to you know escape the violence and also offer healing sessions there so people that need help healing from their trauma even moving forward can have access to it period <sighs> i love this so much i want to do this and all of the proceeds of the book sales go toward building the community center and helping the community. So you guys can be starting your year off uh, helping out a very, very, very important cause and organization. Yeah. And then
1: and you can get in while they're still at the grassroots. Like you, you can support a organization that you can genuinely be a part of and meet yeah. probably some amazing people Absolutely, and, and grow the
0: family by becoming a part of the family. And actually make a difference. Like how many times do we see people out here protesting on the streets and stuff? And honestly, I know a lot of people that that's not their skis, but there are other ways that you can help the community, you know, and uh, contribute to less murders in these damn streets.
1: Yeah. Yeah. By
0: supporting organizations like this. Mm-hmm. So. So we also have crack a- that little
1: hard shell of your heart mm-hmm. and-, and feel what we are saying.
0: Hopefully it's not too hard. So, they also have an Instagram account. It's called Long Live King Kobe underscore. This past July, they did a basketball tournament in honor of Tyler, and the turnout was really, really good, guys. So, one of my goals is actually to sponsor the, the event this year and make oh, it if we can. That would be so dope. Mm-hmm. And they are just amazing. They're doing a the damn thing. We love them. I love Mama Sharma. And long live King Kobe. Rest in peace, Tyler Nichols. Rest in peace. Oh, and Spencer is invited to every cookout, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. He is doing the Lord's work, not necessarily, but he's doing what a lot of other people should be doing. And we're fortunate that he came across Tyler's story. So please, you guys, do what you can to support this amazing cause. And if you can't monetarily give, please share this episode, this case, this story, everything you can, because Tyler deserves it and his family deserves it. Yes, and take and if- us take us out of the equation. We want more people to know about Tyler Nichols.
1: Period. And if you have something similar that happened to like one of your friends or somebody that you know,s mm-hmm. please DM us. Yeah. Um, we would like to pay some sort of homage to right. what's what has happened and how it's affected the people in that person's life. Absolutely.
0: So thank you guys so much for listening to this case. You can find all the links that I mentioned um, in this episode in the episode description. And we really hope that we can at least help some more eyes get on Tyler's case and he can get justice and more money can be raised to help the Brooklyn community. Period.
1: And okay. whatever Miss Sharma and Mama Sherma's doing, if you have a heart for it, you could do it too. So don't yes. second guess yourself. It's 2023, baby. Let's make some stuff happen.
0: Anything is possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we love you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here for another year with us. We're so excited for what we have coming up. And speaking of what we have coming up. We're going on tour. I'm not going to stop saying it. Come see us. We just announced four new cities. So you just have to you just have to get on it. And um, we're also going to be posting a lot more on our social medias. We're going to be posting on YouTube at least once a week. So just get connected with us on those platforms so you don't miss any um, announcements about the tour and just about everything else we got going on
1: yes and happy new year to everybody yes. we see you we love you we love
0: you talk to you soon oh and before we oh. go <laughs> shit, i forgot i'm out of practice be safe protect your peace and protect your space so we don't have to cover your case friend bye, bye. Thanks so much for listening to this show. You can stream all of our episodes on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even Facebook. It's the best way to help the show grow, and it's completely free. For bonus content, you can find us on Patreon, and for more information about the show, you can visit BlackTruKime.com. See you next time.